The Maker's House Chapel International presents Destiny Word with Dr. Michael Bwedidamiche. As a child of God, you are mandated to take territory and fulfill your destiny. Destiny Word is designed to help illuminate your path towards a purpose-driven life. Please stay tuned for the unadulterated Word of God, a word that not only brings focus to your life, but also helps you navigate the challenges that comes your way. The fact that you are book smart doesn't mean you are street smart. You have, you can only survive in the contours of life with street smartness. You only survive in the corridors of power with a combination of both. And so you, for you to be lopsided on one side, for you to be book smart, you have a first degree, you have a master's, you have a PhD, in, on the grand scheme of things, it amounts to nothing. Because That's what it is. Yeah. Am I, am I talking to somebody? So David behaved himself wisely. Javelins are thrown. He swept them. He's now on the run. He's, he's become a fugitive because a man couldn't handle his greatness. When people can handle you, they pursue you. And people can handle you. Because great people are often misunderstood. You can never carry greatness. And every act is, can be es- explained. Yesterday I was talking to a very dearly beloved person of mine. A lady in the house. We were talking. Um, um, I, I was with her outside. We were talking. And I was telling, sharing with her uh, what I see. She said to me, Papa, but Uncle if you do this, people will not understand you. And I said to myself when I sat in my car, you know, you get to a time in your life where what people say doesn't matter anymore. Because as I talk to you, myself as a human being, and everybody, all of them who are in the church, in leadership, they all know, my time will be up. My time is going to be up. When my time to be the general overseer of the maker's house is up, I'll step out and down and go and do something different. I, I don't want to grow old being your head pastor. I don't want to. I feel I have more to offer the world than just telling you Jesus loves you. So after I've told you Jesus loves you and you are saved, and you can say that to other people, can I go and do something else? And constitutionally, my time will be over. Whether I like it or not, as as per the constitution of the church, maximum will be in the next 10 years. I have to step down and say that another person is taking over and becoming the general overseer of the church. Why? Because we are thinking future. I don't want to be understood by this. I've had people, but you started the church. Why are you leaving it for another person? But Jesus died. Let me probably try to explain most of these things so that I can now bring you home to my test. So David... Misunderstood by people. Probably undermined by many. They had gone to the king called Saul. Because I strongly believe that the, the, the chorus of the ladies were not in the direct ears of Saul. People had gone to report it. And so sometimes the people who are in power will have word about you. And it will not be directly, but people will go to them to tell them ill things about you. Bad stuff. David 
was now seeking refuge in a place called the Ziklag. And now David had gone to the battlefield to fight for somebody who did not even invite him to fight. Because you see, people of God, anytime you do something God doesn't want you to do, it will only bring pain and agony to you. The reason why it is important that we get into the test now is because now David had come back from the battlefield and he came back to see the city called Ziklag in, in ruins. The city was gone, bent down, wives gone, daughters gone, sons gone. Everybody was taken. David is now in trouble. People of God, watch this test. David had people with him. He led the people to the battlefield. The people came with him. There was no casualty amongst the people he went with. But he did not inquire of the Lord before he left. And so when, by the time he came back, everything that he had left behind left him. If you go on any route without first asking God about the prospects, you always come back to meet problems. That's what the Bible says in the beginning, God. And so do not begin anything without involving God in the equation before you want to set out and date a woman. Can you please ask God so that nobody will come and break your heart i don't even know whether you have one but there are people okay let me okay hold on let me rewind and press play because there are people who if you really had hearts now your heart will be in icu because your heart has been broken broken mended broken mended broken mended broke severally and so there are stitches probably icu Maybe your heart is in comatose. Before you set out to say, I love you to a lady, could you please ask God? Before you tell a man that I want to walk down the aisle with you, could you please begin with God? The problem and the reason why a lot of businesses have failed is because we have gotten ourselves into businesses without asking God first. Before you begin the journey, ask God. When David did not ask God, by the time he came back, his business was down. The family was gone. His wives had been taken. His children had been taken. Everything about David was gone. People of God, it was gone. And not only that, David, not only facing the heartbreak of seeing everything gone, but he's now feeling rejection. Sometimes, woo, I feel like saying this, it's too heavy in my heart. But you see, you might suffer rejection, not from the people who stole from you, but the people who came from battle with you. What do you do when the same people who were fighting with you on your side turns and fight against you? The same people that you called comrade is now saying he's an enemy. It's a terrible place to be. David has now what the Bible says, which I made you read and where I want to summarize the sermon with. First Samuel chapter number 30 from the verse number 6. The Bible says that, and David encouraged himself in the Lord. Because you see, most of the time, you will never get encouragement from without to help you or battles from within. Can I explain that? Most of the time, we are 
expecting people and, uh, and I'm so down and I need somebody to talk to and I'm so down I feel so lonely and there is nobody to talk to and, and there is nobody I want a shoulder to cry on and I want somebody to cuddle me I want somebody to baby me uh, baby 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 me I want somebody to cuddle a shoulder to cry on I want somebody to to just give me kisses and hugs and I want somebody to baby me baby baby said I want some I, w- I want some David so that at this point there is nobody there is no mother, there is no father there is no friend, there is no ally there is nobody to say that I'm here lean on me when you are not strong I'll be your friend I'll help you care now at this point there is nobody saying David, lean on me David knew that at this point, if he is waiting on the parliamentarians to um, come up with a legislation to help him, he's going to be in trouble. David knew that there's not going to be any executive instrument to back him up. David knew that there is nobody that is going to come from his family to say that I'm going to give you a handout. David encouraged himself in the Lord. David knew that at this point, if there's anybody that's going to help me, it is supposed to be me myself. And David found his intestinal fortitude, we call it. He had strength from within. He had the guts from within to say that I can do this. I don't need anybody to help me on this time. This time, it is between me and my God. For if God be for us, who else can be against us? If if God is on my side, then who else can fight against me? David! David! Knew that at this point, it's just God. And he's on the Lord's side. And so David encouraged himself in the Lord. But David did something that most people would not do. The Bible says that he went to the priest and said to the priest, Priest, I know that I've come to you for prayers many times. But at this time, can you give me the ephod? Can you allow me to exercise my priestly roles and duties? Because we are the royal priesthood, the chosen generation. We are the ones. So when it comes to a time that you need to get into some serious discourse and get some things done, you don't need a priest praying over you you just need you to know your God that called you by your name David is now saying to God the Bible says that in and David had the effort and David inquired the word inquired means he prayed to God David at this time, was not interested in his flute. He was not looking for a saxophone. He was not looking for the organ, any instrument of worship, because he knew that there was time for everything. David inquired of the Lord and, and asked God, shall I pursue? When I pursue, will I overtake? God, I come to thee, O oh God. Everything is gone. Everything has been taken from me. They have, they, they, they've set out with my wives. They've gone with my kids. They've gone with my daughters. They, everybody is gone. My neighbors, everybody, my guys, all of them, the things are taken. I know that now they are dejected. I can't even ask them that they should follow me anymore. Shall I pursue? God, thundered from on high, open the curtains of eternity beamed into time and spoke unto him and said David you've done the right thing 
You went to battle without consulting me. This one you've come, let me give you a way out. Pursue. Now watch this. The strange thing is, when God asked him to go, God did not give him the direction to. If you read your test, somebody else who was a fugitive, who was a deserted, we call them deserted people, a deserted person from the armies of the Amalekites was the one who showed them the way. But God said pursue and God did not tell him where to go. Whether to go through the north, the south, the east or the west. All that God said was pursue. Listen to the words of God. Pursue. You shall overtake. And without fail, you shall recover. David's ability for redemption was now hinged on his faith to walk in the precepts of a word that was given to him without description. Let me, let me try to unpack it. A word had been given to him. And so all that God was waiting for him to do is to hinge onto the portals of faith. When God gives you a word, sometimes he will not give you the full descriptions and definitions of it, but God expects you to set out. And as you set out, God will put the right person in the middle of your journey. The Bible says that whilst they were going, they met the deserted guy, and the guy said, I, my, I have been abandoned. But the guy thought the master was wicked. But the master was not being wicked. The master was just a victim of God's purpose. The purpose of God was that this guy will be left so that the guy will lead them to where they are because he will know better where they are going to be. He's had all the conversations so he can show them better. I pray that in 2020, may God leave certain people in your way. We call them destiny helpers. Can I pray for that? In the next three, four minutes, I want to pray with you. Can I pray for destiny helpers for you? Destiny helpers, we call them. People that were going to help in the destiny program. May the Lord bring to you men and women that will stand with you and that will show you the way. Maybe they've gone with your goods, gone with something that belongs to you. But may the Lord put in your way somebody that will have the knowledge and the know-how on how to get it back. I pray a recovery right now. I pray that God will bring to you everything the enemy has stolen from you. I pray right now. There are a few people under the sound of my voice. But may the Lord bring helpers your way. Destiny helpers. May God bring to you. Destiny helpers. Men and women. That will help you. Help you. Oh, help you. People that will help you. Bible says and he said. Shall I pursue? God said, and that's what I want to say to you in my two minutes and 40 seconds. That is all that I came to preach today. The two minutes, 40 seconds. If you did not get anything that I have said to you, in the next two minutes, I want you to get it. Because that's my sermon to you. When he asked God, shall I pursue? God said, on your mark. Get set. Go. You know what God was doing? God was speaking to David that what you have desired 
I have already provided for. And so whatever is in your heart, on your marks, there are people who are supposed to write books this year, on your marks. There are people who are supposed to set up businesses this year, on your marks. You are supposed to set up some businesses you have been waiting for so long. On your No, this place is quiet. Let me talk to a few people. Some of you, God has been speaking to you. Their visions keep on coming. You keep on selling them. God tells you, start. Go back to school. You shelve it. Start this. You shelve it. Do this. You shelve it. And God will never give you a word about a word he has already given. Can I, can I tell you right? God will never give you a word about a word he has already let me bring it home. It's just like God telling you, go and sleep. Then you go to God and say, God, did you say I should go and sleep? God will never give a word about a word he has already given. So when he says, go and sleep, he's expecting you to run to bed. God most of you, under the sound of my voice, God has already given you a word. God has told you that I want you to do this for me. Set out that. Get into politics. Go and run for MP. Go and run for this. Go and stand as an assemblyman. Go and start writing books. Start a business. Start that business. Start that business. Go into farming. It keeps on coming. And every time anybody asks you, your word is, I am praying about it. God won't give a word about a word he has already given. So if God said, go and farm, and you come to God to say, should I go and farm? God would ask you, I said, go and farm. David asked God, did not ask God again. But when God was answering, God said, David, whatever is in your heart, he did not tell God how he wants to pursue. He just asked God, shall I pursue? God said, on your marks, get set and go. What God is saying to me to tell somebody here is that whatever he has placed on you to do, Whatever he has placed in your heart to do. You see, it's a year of purpose. So whatever he has placed in your heart to do. Some of you are supposed to have started that business a long time ago. You are still waiting. You need to start. You are waiting. It could have been small. Maybe it was it's small. But you still have to start. Because every big tree has been small before. No matter how small it is. You can still start. And if God wants you to start a business and you are still sleeping on it, praying that Enyoma Enye Claire Enye Claire Enyoma Enye Claire that Okay, let me, let me say something to you. I'll, I'll, I'll be out of your space. You see, there is no way everything will be in place before you move. Enye possible. 
Asante fosse obi aniwa na hodi eso na kwankro atida Amen chechu You will never be fully equipped and ready for the assignment you have It's never possible A lot of the things you learn on the job a lot of the things you know on the way a lot of the things as you progress they will fall in place Don't wait for everything to come together before you move God said per Sue. And so today I want to pray for can I see your hand lifted up please? How many of you are doing businesses? Can you wave at me if you are a businessman or a businesswoman? I don't want to be held um hostage by people who are gender activists. So whether you are a businessman or a businesswoman, please lift up your hands. Let's pray. I I want you to pray that God will bring you ideas for creativity but not only that the courage to pursue what he has given to you because some of you you already know where to go but you are just delaying because you don't have the courage to may God bring you courage come on lift your voice and pray father i pray for courage i pray for courage i pray that your people will pursue they will overtake and without fail do recover all that what you have said you will do will be done that your name ultimately will be glorified spirit of the living god i pray for everybody under the sound of my voice as they pursue jesus 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 cause them to overtake and cause them to recover all the mighty name of the one who rules reigns and has riches Christ Jesus the son of the living god amen thank you for listening to destiny word by dr michael bwedinyamiche we believe you have been impacted to fulfill your purpose for more transformative and uplifting teachings from dr nyamiche kindly join us at the makers house chapel international destiny arena adjacent the school of nuclear and allied sciences Join any of our services Sunday word from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. teaching service on Wednesdays from 6:30 p.m. to 8 p.m. and our flagship program Morning Aura on Saturdays from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. to engage in prayer and experience the supernatural. You can also be part of our online services Command Your Morning every weekday from 4:45 a.m. to 6 a.m. and power up your week every Sunday from 11:30 p.m. to 12:30 p.m. on our social media platforms for more information about our ministry you can reach out to us on 020 004 7488 or 026 681 3275 additionally visit our website at www.themakershouse.org god bless you abundantly as you journey towards your destiny with courage and faith destiny word be empowered to take territories and fulfill destinies